Just give us one hour and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. As a filmmaker, positive psychology coach, author, professor, and change agent specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cybers Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. On the show, she also focuses on military families and service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury and other post-deployment civilian life reintegration issues. So, let's spend some time getting to the heart of the matter on Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, where we explore the very serious business of happiness, sustainable well-being, and human flourishing. We are not talking about that annoying yellow smiley face. No, no, no. We are talking about something much deeper and critical to the success of humanity. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, it is essential in order for humankind to thrive. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to collective global flourishing. The achievement of a happy life is not only positively good for us, it is constructively good for those around us. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is most definitely all about the heart. If you hear something that you like, feel free to tweet at us with the hashtag Harvesting Happiness. Alrighty, let's get to it. We are talking about a subject that seems to be the antithesis. It is the antithesis of happiness, but it's something that we talk about from time to time on the show, and that is the darker sides of life. What happens to us when we undergo horrendous challenges and traumas that have the ability to either destroy us or transform us. And with me in the studio today is Dr. Rosemary Sword. She is in private practice as a clinical therapist on the island of Maui, Hawaii. She's trained, and oh my goodness, she's trained in the psychology, and I, Rosemary, help me out here because I'm going to really become tongue-tied. Ho'oponomo? Oh, ho'oponopono. Yes, yes, yes. Which means um, making things right. Yeah. In Hawaiian. That's right. That is beautiful. Um, she, she is also the co-developer of Time Perspective Therapy, TPT. Um, she is a lead member of the Z Team, a cadre of clinicians, researchers, academics and media professionals researching the efficacy of TPT. Once again, that's time perspective therapy. She has lots of credentials, which we'll mention as we go along with the interview, but I want to jump right in here because what brought us together is this concept of how do we help and serve others who've experienced intense trauma, and especially the focus today is going to be women. So, Rosemary, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me, Lisa. Well, let's jump into your latest book, which is called The Time Cure, Overcoming PTSD with the New Psychology of Time Perspective Therapy. It's been published in several languages beyond English, including German, Russian, and Chinese. So let's talk about what TPT is. TPT is um, an offshoot of cognitive uh, behavioral therapy. It's a, a form of talk therapy where we're, um, we've just sort of gone the next step in um, discussing uh, time perspectives and how uh, we are all affected by time, but we aren't aware of it. Uh, we have the past, which can be um, sectioned into two portions, past negative experiences and past positive experiences. We have the present which can be 
sectioned into two uh, positive and actually and negative, but uh, present hedonism, where one lives for the moment, and present fatalism, where we might think that uh, everything is in fate's hand, we have no control over what's going to happen. There's also um, the, the uh, future, which uh, can be positive and negative as well. Future fatalistic, where we think a comet's going to hit the Earth and uh, we're heading toward Armageddon, or uh, future positive, where we think wonderful things will happen and that our um, progeny, our children, will carry on. All of these perspectives we carry within us it depends on what degree um, we are in any one of those at any time. It affects our choices and the way we think. So in time perspective therapy, many people that have been traumatized maybe suffer from depression or anxiety or PTSD or a lot of stress. They're stuck in the past. And what we do is, is gently turn them around so that they're not facing the past but that they're facing the future and we don't completely turn our back on the past because that's what's made us who we are but if we've had negative experiences in the past we can certainly overlay them with um, more positive experiences we've had in the past and um, start working toward a brighter future and a better future for ourselves and those we love and the world while living in the present and enjoying it, taking time to stop and smell the roses and um, see the beauty that's around us because no matter where we are, there is beauty. That's sort of you know, what you sh- I'm sorry, what I was just going to jump in and share is that what I hear you saying is that it really is a, a, a clinical form of mindfulness. Bingo. <laughs> it, it is light bulb. It, exactly, bingo. It's a clinical form of mindfulness, and and uh, we do embrace mindfulness quite a lot. It's it, but it, and um, I've I practice mindfulness and have for decades. It takes away whatever I'm sorry to use the word stigma that might be around, you know, uh, mindfulness. Um, yeah, and then again, we we do really work toward building a future and work toward that. Yeah. Well, I love what you're sharing about the stigma around mindfulness because there are folks out there that when you say the word mindfulness, they have the image of the hippie sitting cross-legged in lotus position, you know, chanting with uh, mala beads around his or her neck, you know, or doing yoga with the sunset behind him or her. Uh And conversely, you know, the stigma also associated with post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, the stigma oh, is prevalent at the opposite end of the spectrum as well. Right. And so that's, that's exactly right. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with what you described formerly about um, sitting in meditation. Because meditation is, is um, actually uh, a key component to our therapy, but we might call it guided meditation, you know. and uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we use those components, and there's stigma around both, absolutely. And if we can all see that um, many, many people that we see every day are suffering from a degree of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and most of those people are women. I mean, if I can just segue into that, the, the major cause of PTSD in men, civilian men in the United States, is motor vehicle accidents. The major cause in women is, um, is uh, uh, assault and abuse. Yes. Um, and yet, there are more women that suffer from uh, PTSD from accidents than there are men. So Fascinating. We've, we've uh, got, it's almost like an epidemic of um, traumatized people walking around. And I think if we could be kinder to just everybody because we just don't know what they've been through, you know. And I think that kindness is a part 
of the therapeutic process, you know, to uh, teach others to be kinder to themselves, to be able to hold space kindly for somebody who is processing um, what is going on for them, which may not always be a direct recounting of the traumatic event. It's some, That's right. Sometimes it's just expressing feelings and emotions and That's senses. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a greater awareness of, of starting with ourselves and then we can uh, offer that to others as well. So I have a, a statistic here that five out of ten women experience traumatic events. So half of the females in the world mm-hmm. at some point in time will experience trauma, most likely from a sexual or assaultive nature. Correct. And, and don't I get have, treatment. A lot of them yeah, don't. Right. And I have a feeling it's higher than that because these are reported women. Right. So we can just... Imagine, I mean, in our clinical practice here, almost every woman that I've seen for a car accident or grief counseling or, or couple counseling or anything has at some time shared with me that um, they have been sexually abused. And, and that's the sneaky say, thing about yeah. trauma, isn't it? Yes. It, it, and, it's cumulative. Yes, yes, there you go. Right. In fact, yeah, so if a, if a person has been abused early on in life, then as additional traumas happen, um, it just compounds. And so that even perhaps um, uh, a simple car accident can be devastating because we're, we're just carrying, it's like adding on more and more and more clothes. And uh, we get it heavier and heavier and bogged down. It's, yeah, unless we seek help or try to help ourselves. And this is interesting for the men and women who are listening, but particularly for a woman who may have undergone something like a car accident or perhaps an accident in the home, falling and maybe it, it mm-hmm. was traumatic and then feels as though they can't keep their life together together any longer and they can't understand why because it was just a car accident they lived or you know maybe they had minor injuries, but they can't understand why things feel so out of control. Right. May I explain, too, about, about trauma um, when we're traumatized or suffer from PTSD, which is composed of a trauma which leaves you with depression and anxiety, and, of course, we have stress. Those are the components of, of PTSD. When, and we're going, go ahead. Sorry, Rosemary, we're going to have to go to a break. And when we come back, I want to carry on this conversation specifically about time perspective therapy and how it can help men and women who are experiencing um, symptoms of PTSD. To learn more about Dr. Rosemary Sword and her amazing work, please visit www.timecure.com. On Facebook, she is at rosemary.kmsword. And on, also on Psychology Today, there is a blog called The Time Cure. So if you're interested to learn more, these are some amazing resources. And I also want to mention that you partnered with Dr. Phil Zimbardo um, on time perspective therapy. It is also part of his temporal theory, which is Correct. the past, present, future time perspective. Correct. Here come those tunes. We'll be right back. Happiness is an inside job. Wear the message on t-shirts, baseball caps, sterling silver designer jewelry, and more. Please visit our online boutique at www.harvestinghappiness.com. Are you or do you know a returning U.S. military man or woman in need of restoring joy in their lives? Did you know that our nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, offers stigma-free combat trauma and post-deployment reintegration programming? Check us out at www.hh4heroes.org. That's HH, the number four, and heroes.org.
Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress Kamen has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life, available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Love is in the air, in the whisper of the tree. Love is in the air, in the thunder. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download and share this podcast with someone that you care about because we're talking about the effects of trauma and how there is another way of looking at trauma that can be extremely helpful and curative. And with me today is Dr. Rosemary Sword. She is the co-author of The Time Cure, and we're talking about time perspective therapy. And Rosemary, prior to the break, we were talking about how we women around the world at some point at least 50% that's 50% that is reported have experienced trauma and that they um the fallout of uh, post traumatic stress and how it affects lives not just of the person who's experiencing it but the family around him or her is astounding but you shared with me during the break that um there's been a very interesting discovery of what makes women perhaps more predisposed or prone to a post traumatic stress reaction that is hormonally based that's right thank you uh dr um carrie ressler of emory university um, conducted a joint study along with the uh, University of Vermont uh, three years ago and discovered that there's a hormone called pituitary adenylate cyclase activating polypeptide, we'll call it PACAP, which is produced in women during stressful or traumatic situations. Uh, this um, PACP changes the estrogen level and the estrogen response in women that are traumatized, and it causes them to experience um, the myriad of symptoms associated with PTSD, like depression, anxiety, stress, all sorts of things, maybe uh, low self-esteem, uh, inability to sleep, everything. So it looks like we found the smoking gun as to why women suffer from PTSD more than men and why women handle traumatic situations differently than men, why women behave differently in certain situations, um, because men do not produce this hormone, only women do. Fascinating. It's, it is. Wow. It's fascinating, and it's, um, there's a, a physiological reason uh, why why we handle situations and think differently, why we might take on more responsibility uh, for traumatic situations when it's not warranted at all. It's interesting because I'm thinking about the clients... Mm -hmm. That, that, that I work with, and I'm thinking about the difference between how the men and women present themselves, mm -hmm. and the observations I, I've made are women are more likely to emotionally implode, and men are more likely to emotionally explode, even though there are variations on the theme, that, mm -hmm. that there are patterns, it's, and it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, men and women, we are built differently, and uh, thank goodness. But um, and with it comes all all these other things that we're just discovering. It's a it's a wonderful time to be around. It sure is. And there, what what is so beautiful about this time in which we're living is that there are ways to handle post traumatic stress or any challenge that comes our way um, with methods that are not necessarily in a in a in a pill bottle. And this is what I love exactly. about what you are doing with the time cure. That's right. And I'm, sometimes I'm not sure that people understand the difference between psychiatrists and psychologists. Please, please r remind us. I mean, I, I know, and you yeah, know, but yeah. for our listeners, it's important that they know. There's a huge difference. Psychiatrists are medical doctors that can prescribe medications, that um, work with um, the chemical reactions or reactivity in the brain. So the um, medications that are taken try to help reroute or sometimes stunt uh, different uh, areas, um, uh, ways of our thinking, it's uh, the neurons and such, uh, so that 
you uh, or a person who is on medication can um, live a more normal life. A psychologist uh, deals with um, the way the mind thinks, the way it works, um, uh, behaviors that can be changed. Um, it's very, very different, uh, uh, both of them. And so you and I are in the field of psychology, correct? Yes, which, correct. Which, and but what I do is I do it from a coaching perspective. So I'm not doing therapy. I'm actually coaching for change. That's wonderful. And you're empowering people because yes, they have, all of us have it within us. And everything's about a choice, right? I mean, we can choose to be uh, depressed or we can choose to harvest happiness. We can choose to harvest sorrow and sadness, you know, but, and negativity. Or we can choose the opposite and be positive and, and do exactly what you do. Bless you. Oh, no. And bless you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a little bless fest here. There's hey. something else I want to point out that really irks me. Um, and I, I, I want to share it because it's really important for listeners to understand that most antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication is not prescribed by a psychiatrist. It's prescribed, in the case of women, by their gynecologist or their oh. general practitioner, That's which right. astounds me. <laughs> I'm sorry. People are not experts me. in the field. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's not even talk about the whole um, prescription, the medical aspect of this, because um, that's a whole. It's another other show. show. Yeah, yeah. But we'll make uh, but that I'm another hoping, show. <laughs> yeah, I hope what <laughs> we're got doing a date. is yeah. But I hope what we're doing is is sort of lifting any misconceptions or misperceptions about women being the weaker sex. Because we're, you know, women aren't. They're resilient. They're strong. Um, biologically, uh, uh, women handle things differently. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I want to talk about um, a couple of real life examples of how TPT has affected clients that you work with. Oh, in our book, The Time Cure, there are like 20 different examples. Some of them have to do with um, veterans, uh, really seasoned veterans suffering from extreme PTSD whose life change, lives changed. Um, there's a social component to time perspective therapy uh, that's very important because when one suffers from PTSD, uh, the person generally likes to isolate themselves. You know, no one understands them. They take their meals by themselves. So the social aspect is is um, getting together with others. I mean, it could be family, friends, coworkers. These are people that that you share something in common with and and are special. Um, and uh, at least a couple times a month. Um, and food's very important. Maybe sharing a meal or something to, with other people. It's very Im- important to do that. I mean, fam- family-wise, it's important to do that as often as possible. Isn't um, that oh, uh, the essence of ohana? That's probably the, the third Hawaiian word I know. Yeah, family. It's, yeah, but <laughs> it's it's beyond um, biological family, right? It's it's your friends. It's your coworkers. It's Lots of different types of family or ohana, and that's that's right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the the connection. I think that's, in my experience, where the healing lives or where it thrives. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's something about sharing. You know, a lot of times when people suffer from trauma, they don't want to talk about it, but. Um, sharing with someone, letting it out, it's like letting out the poison and uh, uh, sharing the burden. Yeah. What happens, you know, when someone's been traumatized, it's like it gets burned into our brain. uh, And and we see something uh, that reminds us of what happened. We smell something. We hear something. All these different senses feel something. It's just burned in there. And um, we can uh, heal uh, cleanly, but with the help of others, or we can heal um, uh, very poorly and risk sort of infection, because as you said earlier, it kind of infects the whole family, 
you know, and friends and everybody when when uh, we're carrying a, a big burden around. And it comes out sideways, you know, through anger uh, a lot of times. So we can we can heal ourselves. It's possible. In the Wait, book, just... the time cure, there, are, there are many, many, it... uh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I was just going to jump in and say that the, the words healing cleanly. Yes. Is magnificent, really. Yes. Yeah. Let's heal cleanly. You know, it's like you can get a cut on your arm and you know you should get stitches and you can try to just wrap it up in bandages, but you risk infection and, and maybe a really ugly keloid, pa- painful keloid scar. Or we can go to get taken care of and you have just a, a, a silvery little line there instead. It's healed cleanly. So all of us have battle scars. All of us have been injured. None of us get out of we, this unscathed. You know, no, we, we don't. It, you know, I, like or? I tell people I work with, you know, the suffering is coming. You know, it's just about yeah. the when and how yeah, you're going to exactly. deal with it. You know, we don't yeah, get out yeah. of this with, out of this program without some of it. So this it's what true. do we do with it? How do we transform yeah. it? Right. And so we make choices, right? We, you know, we again, yes. we can choose. We can choose being down in the depths of despair, or we can choose the light and the and the beauty. Let's choose that. Let's. Um, we are almost out of time, and I want to let our listeners know that you have an app that is going to be available, yes, um, or is available. Yes, it's ATAS? It'll be available in January. It is called ATAS, A-E-T-A-S, which means time in Latin. And there are four aspects to it. There's an informative part, so we can, we can be, educate ourselves. Then there's um, a short quiz, the Zimbardo Time Perspective Inventory, 15-question quiz that tells you if you're stuck in any one particular time frame that you maybe you don't want to be, or time perspective. Then there are two-minute guided meditations and um, that you can just plug in your, your earbuds and list, close your eyes and listen for two minutes and be, be, refresh yourself. Uh, and then there's an interactive, mind-relaxing sort of mind-focusing game for more visual or tactile people. If, if listening to two minutes of meditation doesn't work, then there's another way that you can um, calm yourself when you're anxious. Yeah, this will be helpful for not only students, but, I mean, for everybody. Anybody that has like a coffee break or anything and just needs a minute to kind of relax themselves. I love what you just said, that, you know, it really only takes a couple of minutes to ground yourself, center yourself, and come back to, you know, this this present moment, this time period where life is generally okay. That's right. That's the irony of this whole thing, you know, it's the, you know, looking at life through the the rearview mirror or through the windshield, you know, worrying about what's next keeps us out of the sweet spot, which is here. Right, right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Wow. Well, we will um, be sharing this with. I'm going to be sharing this app with a bunch of my clients because I would love to have them test it and share it and give you feedback. And I'm going to do it too. So this is really this is exciting. The app is Aetas A E T A S, which is Latin for time. To learn more about the time cure for trauma, and it can be. Um, service-related trauma, um, sexual assault-related trauma, motor vehicle accident trauma, any form of trauma that you are seeking a a time-sensitive solution to begin to feel better, please check out timecure.com. On Facebook, Rosemary, a period, KM Sword. And once again, there is a wonderful blog on psychologytoday.com called The Time Cure. Thank you, Dr. Rosemary Sword, for sharing your your time, your research, and your joy in the service that you do with us. We really are grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. It's been a pleasure. Likewise.
Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress came and has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life. Available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Like what you hear on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio? Subscribe to us on iTunes and get your weekly dose of joy downloaded free and easily to your computer or portable device. That's Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio on iTunes. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download this podcast and share it. Share it with people you know who may be going through some difficult times uh, because it's kind, it's free, it's legal, and paying it forward is just a good thing to do. We are talking today about uh, integrated trauma recovery. This is something that we talk about quite often on this show, and it is kind of interesting that on a uh, show about happiness and well-being that we do step over to the dark side, because the dark side is where most of us will find ourselves at some point in our life, and what's most important is that we get support and we find the tools necessary to recover, heal, and move forward in our lives in a proactive and progressive way. And one of the areas that's often um, neglected when it comes to good self-care when we are going through uh, trials and tribulations is how nutrition can play such an empowering and healing element um, to the recovery process. And with me today in the studio is Angela Martindale. She is the creator of the Ultimate Transformation Lifestyle Series, as well as the president, founder, and creator of Meals That Transform. And that's what we want to focus on today. Angela graduated from the School of Integrative Nutrition in New York City. She has traveled extensively um, as a fitness expert and holds uh, credentials in exercise science, kinesiology, biomechanics, as well as uh, personal training, lifestyle, and weight management consultancy. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, well, it is it is a pleasure to have you with us. You are based in Salt Lake City, which is really, in my mind, um, kind of an athletic capital of, of the United States. There is so much going on in that state in terms of training, sports medicine, sports psychology. Of course, the Olympics were held there, and there it was a huge infrastructure that was created to support that event. But let's talk about healing through nutrition and its value in trauma recovery, because you have a personal story to tell that relates very closely to this. I do. I do. I, you know, I think we've all been through trauma, right? I think that that we've all been through something. But yes, I... Um, I am a survivor of domestic violence. I was with a man for five years who was extremely emotionally um, abusive and physically abusive and then got out of that and was gaining my strength back, um, was a fitness competitor and won Miss Universe and came home and got hit by a car with a um, hit and run on my bicycle. And yeah, so then I had the emotional pain and also then the physical pain. Um, and it was heart wrenching. And so, you know, and I say that just not to have anybody feel sorry for me, right? I think we all go through trauma and pain, but I want people to know that I understand where they're at and that I got through it and that I'm stronger because of it. And nutrition played a huge role in my recovery. And when we say nutrition, we mean that there is a science of nutrition as it relates to well-being and the requirements that our body needs when we are undergoing trauma, when we are in healing, is somewhat different than the day-to-day nutrition when life is just seemingly normal or boringly normal. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Because there are so many things that we then begin to think about, right? Am I going to ever get out of this? Am I going to be okay? Uh, for me, physical um, just movement was very difficult. I again, I was a fitness competitor, and so I was I was working out two to three hours a day, and then when I couldn't move at all, oh, my life just—I mean, it stopped. It, it it completely stopped. And let's talk about that for a moment, because somebody who is used to a lot of physical activity that undergoes trauma that impedes one from being able to use his or her body will experience some dramatic changes. And you you can elaborate better than I, but I know for myself because I am very physically active and have been so for 30 years. And when I don't for a couple of days under normal circumstances, the witch in the house comes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. Um, you know, I think in those moments you have to get, you have to get into your head, right? You have that self-talk is so important. Um, and, and we can get down in the dumps and we can get down into what I call the rabbit hole. I always tell my clients, you're in the rabbit hole. We're going to get you out of the rabbit hole. You know, Alice in Wonderland is down there and, and you got to pull yourself out of it. And you're the only one that can do that. You are absolutely the only one that can do that. And so for me, literally laying in bed because I could not move for weeks at a time and, and I was completely alone. Nobody was around me. And, um, you know, my, I had to get my head straight. I had to tell myself every single day, you're going to be fine. Everything's okay. Your body's going to heal. And what are you going to do to get there? So one movement, you know, just lifting my arm over my head was a huge victory. And, um, those victories began to multiply and, and, and that happens with anything, right? That happens with any trauma. And when we talk about, um, you know, healing through nutrition, I was once told by a trainer that if he had to choose between um, good food and proper nutrition or exercise, if he were recovering, he would hands down choose the nutrition. And this is coming from a a fitness trainer, you know, with credentials similar to yourselves. And this, uh, this is essential for people to understand that, you know, when you are healing, having jello packed with sugar or comfort foods such as ice cream is not necessarily what we want to give our bodies when we're healing. Absolutely. Is what happens is, is we're already in a state of fight or flight when trauma happens right? The, your nervous system is, is under fire. And so what happens is, you know, people respond differently to trauma. They, they symptomize differently. And, and when you are, you know, it really just depends on how you deal with trauma, right? You might put yourself into work and, and begin working 12 to 15 hours a day, or you may retreat and completely break down and, 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 and get depressed and stay inside. Or you may, um, deal with it just in different ways, right? And I think that every trauma is different as well. But with nutrition is what happens is we go towards, um, comfort foods or we go towards, um, you know, maybe alcohol or drugs, right? We go towards things that are not necessarily good for our bodies, but we think, Oh, I'm going through this time. It's all right. I can splurge a little bit. You know, say there's a death in the family. Now you've got all these people coming into the home, bringing you food, bringing, you know, wonderful things into the home, but usually it's not the best nutritionally sound food. And so when we go towards those things, now we are, we're messing with our endocrine system. We're messing with our blood sugars. We're now not feeding the body and the nutrition that it needs to heal and to properly heal. Um, you know, you, you talk about the endocrine system and sugars. One of the things I think of is I call them the white foods, you know, and, and they are ever present when we're going through um, hardship because people do tend to want to ply us with um, sh- uh, white sugar, white flour, processed comfort foods, you know, those cookies, those cakes, those things that give us immediate satisfaction, but aren't doing the job of helping to heal what's going on in the body, helping to settle the body when it is in that fight or flight mode. Let's talk a little bit about women specifically in trauma recovery and the hormonal fluctuations that we experience in general, and then how exacerbated that can become when we are in this fight or flight mode. 
Yes. Hormones are a science. And as our endocrine system, you know, with our endocrine system, which is the, the, the control system for our body functionalities, um, when we experience intense fear, pain, threat, um, our system goes into pause mode so to speak, right? It, it goes into that fight or flight, which disrupts normal brain and body communication. And it impacts the body's ability to effectively function as it should. In the case of severe trauma, the impact and severity of this pause in the brain or body and the body communication can be long-term. And if it's not managed properly, it can really hurt the system and it can hurt that individual. And nutrition plays such a vital role in physically coping with the trauma. And when we're not getting vital nutrients, you know, just, just simple nutrients like calcium, magnesium, potassium, which all help with talking to the endocrine system, right? Our body is made up of 84 minerals and, and water. And, and if we're not hydrating and, and feeding the body what it needs, vital nutrients, Woo, that endocrine system can go all off. And now we've got thyroid issues. Now we've got mood swings. Now we've got intense headaches. Now we've got um, low energy, completely low energy. And some people go, oh, I'm just depressed. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm sad about what's going on or I'm upset or I'm scared. And yes, those are, those are vital things that are happening, but there's also the body is breaking down. It's literally breaking down. And when we are in emotional trauma as well as physical trauma, here are some of the things that can happen. And, and those of you who are listening may experience some or all of these in some combination. And these include um, hair loss, sudden weight gain or weight loss, changes mm -hmm. in the menstrual cycle, skin changes, changes to the texture of our nails, including the strength. You might uh, experience your nails being quite brittle or breaking more easily. That extreme fatigue, uh, anemia that comes from iron deficiency, mood swings, and depression. And, of course, prolonged exposure to stress can trigger depression. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this this is really important to understand that there is a direct correlation between um, trauma as we experience it in the brain and the body and in the in in the heart in the soul you know kind of yes. where it, it gets us and how we can use nutrition and supplements and be guided by support of a professional such as yourself to help us regain our balance. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about some of the best foods to eat when we are undergoing um, recovery or when we are in the midst of the trauma itself. Absolutely. Protein is the most essential nutrient that helps our body um, and our body tissues, right? It rebuilds us. And is what happens again is that we go away from those things, right? Protein becomes a thing that we have to make rather than um, something that we can just pick up. Um, you know, it's not a bagel. It's not a piece of bread, right? It's eggs. It's chicken. It's protein. And if you're a vegetarian, there's other ways to get it as well. Legumes and, um, you know, hemp seeds and through our leafy greens. But if you are not getting enough protein into the system, your enzymes start to break down. You begin to um, create a low immunity. Um, you know, your body needs a way to fight infection and it needs a way to rebuild muscle and bones and nails and hair. And it's doing that all the time. And I think that we tend to make we tend to go towards the white foods, like you said. We tend to go towards sugars and um, comfort foods when protein is really what we need. We are going to go to a break. And when we return, we are going to get some trauma recovery food and nutrition tips from Angela Martindale. To learn more, please visit IamAngelaMartindale.com. On Facebook, she is at Angela martindale and on twitter the handle is angela martindale and also there's another twitter handle and that is transform meals and we're going to get into those transformative meals when we come back here come those tunes
Lisa's take on happiness, well-being, and human flourishing? Join us this spring as Harvesting Happiness launches online classroom programming where Lisa Cypress-Kamen will offer her workshop series across the globe and from the comfort of wherever you are. Visit HarvestingHappiness.com for more details. Be a part of the grateful good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the Medical Center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Wow. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. We are talking about food and nutrition during trauma recovery with Angela Martindale. She is a fitness and wellness consultant as well as nutrition expert based in Salt Lake City, Utah. She um, has a very interesting food program that I'm going to share with you in in a minute. But before the break, we were talking about the importance and value of protein when we are in a place of stress that requires a high demand of our bodies and our minds. And Angela was describing the value of protein and why we don't necessarily want to eat protein when we need it most. So Angela, carry on with ways that we can incorporate more protein into our diet that may be more handy for us when we're going through these difficulties. Absolutely. Um, I think a really good, you know, protein shake is great. Um, it's just some hard boiled eggs. You know, we tend to walk away from those things or move away from those things because they don't necessarily sound the best to us or they don't, you know, oh, I've got to make that. And I just don't have the energy to do that. The thing is, is that it will satiate you longer. You will feel so much better after, and you are rebuilding your system. You need protein in your diet. Calcium is another huge important, um, it plays a really important role in muscle contraction, um, transmitting messages through the nerves and it release and, and it helps release hormones as well, which is what we need when we're, when we're under trauma, right? We need those serotonin levels to be up. We need, um, you know, some feel good hormones, right? If people aren't getting enough calcium in their diet, the body takes calcium from the bones and it, to ensure that the cell function um, will not, you know, drop down. And, and so then it, it leaches it from the bones and then that continues to weaken us. Um, another great um, tip, food tip that I share with my clients is to keep healthy uh, protein bars and by, by healthy protein bars. I mean, read your labels, make sure they're not laced with sugar, make sure that, you know, all of the components in there are from a a natural source, um, not sugar-based, maybe dried fruit, nuts. I'm very partial to Kind Bars because I I just, I love the way they taste. And you're getting that sweetness that you also crave, but it's coming from the fruit source itself. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I, did not like to feed my clients the protein bars and protein shakes that was available on the markets about four years ago. And so I created my own and, and it's an all organic whey protein and brown rice. It's sweetened with stevia. They're great little shakes. And then we also have a whole line of power bars as well. And they're called our own products. And ohm is just a vibration, right? It's, it's the best. And so I wanted to use the best ingredients in those bars. And I agree with you. Protein bars are a great way to get in protein. They just have to be good quality. 
Very much so. And to learn more about the food products that you've got, because I think this is really important. When people are going through a hard time, it's often easier to buy a couple of boxes of good protein bars or good um, chewy snack supplements. Is that at Transform Meals or where would people find these products? Yep. Yep. Mealsthattransform.com. We have a whole shopping cart. Absolutely. We have, we make our own, own, uh, power protein. We make our own power bars. We have a um, power butter that I just love. It's an almond based butter with coconut oil and flaxseed. Um, it's great on apples or celery just for a quick snack. It's great in protein shakes as well. We make all of our own salad dressings and then all of our own meals as well. And is this available for shipping nationwide or is this particular to the Salt Lake City area? So all of our own products, absolutely. We ship all over the world, actually. It's it's really fantastic. Um, our meal delivery service is in Salt Lake City, Utah, because they're all fresh organic meals delivered right to your door. Fantastic. And I want to just toot your horn for a minute because you are producing 3,400 meals a week um, and that's just for those home delivered meals. So if somebody is going through um, a difficult time and wants to have sort of the, the being looked after, the, the love cooked into the food, they can order food from you for delivery in Salt Lake City. And then these supplements as well, the supplemental food is available worldwide. Um, but the, but the um, heart and soul that goes into all of your products comes from your own experience and understanding the need to properly feed and care for the body and soul. Absolutely. Yes. Any anything that we can do for our clients is is all made with love. Absolutely. And it and it is, you know, energy is food and food is energy. And when we put really good energy into our food, that's a huge part of it as well. And I think that people, um, you know, sometimes when they are going through trauma or a hard time, taking time to prepare something for themselves or even to take care of themselves can, can seem like a lot of energy. And so when we're able to do that for our clients, it is just, it's so rewarding. And I want to mention that um, this is also for caregivers and caregivers are often overlooked in this process. And the caregiver is the one who is helping to um, the care and feeding of somebody who's in healing, taking them to the doctor, supporting them. And as caregivers, we can become equally as run down and traumatized by secondhand trauma and the the duty that's called upon us to take care of our loved ones. So this is really for um, the, the, the patient and also those who are caring for the patient. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I just had a client call and um, her neighbor is going through breast cancer and they're both single women. They're both alone, you know, but neighbors. And it was so great for her to give us a call because that took such burden off of her. She was just like, I don't know what to do anymore. And I don't want to keep feeding her what I've been feeding her. All she'll eat is soup. You know, what can we do for her? And, and, and it, it's changed her life. I, 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 no doubt. No doubt yes. that it has. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the five top go-to nutritional basics that can help reset the body and begin to rebalance itself. Absolutely. You know, I love superfoods. I am all about superfoods, and I think that they are so important to implement into your diet. Um, I love leafy greens. They are so important. You know, dark leafy greens can be an arugula, a broccoli, a collard greens, dandelion greens, a kale, um, mustard greens, spinach. Um, They are fantastic sources of the, you know, vital in nutrients that I talk about, the vitamin A, the vitamin C, your vitamin D. Um, And they're also really great. Um, They help prevent or or. Yeah, they help really prevent cancer and, and they promote, um, heart health. And, you know, we should have at least a half of a cup of day, a day of leafy greens. Um, vegetables in your diet are really, really important. And I think that we tend to move away from those things as well because the diet that we tend to consume is more sugar, fat, and salt. And then we're not craving those things that our body really wants. The, the taste buds are telling us, no, we want something sweet and, and something easy, but our body is just dying for really great food. Um, chia seeds, 
They combat disease. They combat um, diabetes. They keep the body satiated for a little bit longer. They help with blood sugar levels. Um, they're a great source of fiber. They are stocked with omega threes. Um, they help. They help. Uh, they're packed with protein. They help with belly fat. Um, they help with hydration. Um, if you've never used a chia seed before try it. It's fantastic. You know, I have a lot of athletes also on my program and, and, and I, and I promote chia seed for, for health and wellness and, um, for hydration when they're on their runs. But for us, hydration and, and for us who are going through trauma, hydration is a huge part too, right? We, we tend to not get in enough water. And so if we can feed the body a superfood that will pack protein in, pack in omega threes, pack in some really good satiation and, and help with a natural, it's really a natural treatment for type two diabetes. It's so fantastic. Um, sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. They're, they're packed with vitamin C or B6. They're packed with vitamin C. They contain vitamin D, um, iron, and they're a great source of magnesium, which are my big top things that, that I love to add into diets. You can bake them. You can, um, you know, just put them into a salad. They are so fantastic. And a couple more things about sweet potatoes. Um, yeah. It's my understanding that they have natural estrogen. Yeah. Um, which, in a good uh, way. We, in a good <laughs> way. When we talk about, you know, hormonal balancing for um, the fluctuations that women experience, this can be a very nice complement to that. Um, and the other thing about sweet potatoes is they can be whipped and mashed or made into chips. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So they're, they're, they're very, very yummy. Let's talk about the role of sleep as one of your five top go-to nutritional basics because sleep is also part of our nutrition, Absolutely. what we feed ourselves. Absolutely. You know, I think that sometimes um, sleep is something that goes to the wayside. Um, I think that sometimes, you know, obviously with trauma, we have night terrors or there is, you know, I can't, I can't get to sleep or I'm thinking, and there's a lot of lack of proper sleep when we go through trauma. Um, CNN just reported a study published in neurology.org uh, that reports that poor sleep quality may be a cause of brain atrophy, which is also linked to Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, along with that, if we don't have proper sleep, we have slowed reaction times, we have heightened emotional stress, we can't process information correctly, we can't make logical decisions. And I know that that can be difficult when sleep deprivation is part of going through the trauma. So sleep is a huge part of our recovery. And if our body can't recover and rest we can't, we can't properly recover. We just can't. So I tell my clients, you know, take a nap when you're feeling tired, just take a 15 minute nap, you know, take a bath, pamper yourself. It's so important to rest. And I think sometimes we get too caught up in, in what's going on in our lives that we don't tend to rest and, and sleep. Well, we have run out of time and we did not get through all of these top five tips. So I want to send our listeners over to IamAngelaMartindale.com, on Facebook, Angela Martindale, and on Twitter, Angela Martindale. And also, if you could give us the website for the Transformational Meals and Nutrition, Angela, that would be great. MealsThatTransform.com. Perfect. And, and, and I hope you'll come back because you have a lot to say that, that plays into what we're talking about here, health, healing, happiness, well-being, and certainly transformation. Here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and my amazing guest today, Rosemary Sword and Angela Martindale, wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. And thanks to our producers who help us shine each and every week. We really, really appreciate you. Go out and make it a great day. Somehow. 
Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress Kamen. Join us every Wednesday morning live at 10 to 11 Central Time here on TogiNet Radio. Then harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with free downloadable podcasts available at iTunes. To learn more about Lisa's filmography, felicitation, and philanthropy, please visit HarvestingHappiness.com. Each week, Harvesting Happiness presents engaging trendsetters, exploring our world through science, art, medicine, media, music, philosophy, politics, and the human heart, whose perspectives on life are sure to inspire, provoke, and engage. Lisa's diverse guests are a proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. Like Lisa says, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. Spread more joy by liking us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and following us on Twitter at hashtag Harvesting Happiness. Then join us again next week at this same time on the TogiNet Radio Network.